and welcome back to another episode of Bant with Laurentia. How are you all doing? I hope you're doing great. For today's episode, I want to talk about the last Valentine, which was celebrated like a couple of days ago. Now, if you don't know, if you're a lover, <laughs> if you're a lover that likes PDA, that wants to show off, that likes to show off your man or your woman, um, Valentine Day is one of those days that people go to the extreme to show their loved ones um, how much they love them. And um, it has been a tradition where, especially in Nigeria, celebrities now even do photo shoots for Valentine's Day. I mean, Don Jazzy was complaining about the fact that um, Nigerian celebrities, that his timeline was filled up with um, photo shoots. Wait, why do you people do photo shoots for Valentine? It's not like I'm trying to hate you. You do for Christmas, you do for birthday, you do for you get belay, you do for... I do do photoshoot for Valentine. Okay, everywhere, all my, all my timeline now. You just... Get out. But this has come to stay. People are now very used to showcasing their love on social, on and off social media. Uh, let me just put it that way. Now, as we all know, there are the main chicks and the side chicks. <laughs> <laughs> so, according to people, according to discussions online, 14th of February is for the main girlfriends or the wives, while 15th of February is for the side chick and the mistresses. So, according to them, if you did not hear from your loved one, your husband, your boyfriend, your fiance, your whatever, on the 14th of February, or if you did not see them that day, if they have to give you an excuse of work, or they will tell you, if they just give you any excuse on the 14th of February, and they tell you, okay, on the 15th, we're going to celebrate, just automatically know that you're a side chick, you're a mistress, <laughs> you are the other woman. <laughs> a whole bunch of people came out online to talk about their horrible experience. So one guy said that his girl, this is in Nigeria now, he said that his girlfriend came to his house like earlier in the day and said, ah, you don't, we don't have enough fuel for this night. Let me go and buy fuel <laughs> and I will come back and you know, everything will be fine. So he gave her money and everything. She left that her phone has been off. He has been calling. She, he, like he's going crazy because thinking maybe something is wrong with her or something happened to her only for her to call on the 15th to say that, ah, that she's sorry, she got stuck somewhere, that can they do dinner date on the 15th? He said that automatically made him believe that um, he was the other guy. Another lady gave her experience. She said she lived in the US. Uh, she's been dating this guy for um, some years and she decided to surprise him on Valentine. My sister bought her tickets. <laughs> and besides, they've been dating for some, they, they were even planning marriage. According to her, he proposed to her and they were planning marriage. She has been sending money for him to build a house for them in Nigeria before he actually relocates so that whenever they are coming back to Nigeria, they'll be like, okay, we have this property, joint property together or like a family house. So she has been funneling money to this guy, giving him everything, taking care of him, his family, his siblings, and you know, what have you. So she decided to surprise him. Bought her tickets, landed, knocked at the door. The house, because he was already living in the house, and she was trying filing already in the process of filing his papers. She came 
and uh, knocked at the door. A lady opened the door. She said, oh, she's looking for this person. Um, some children were running around. She asked the lady, um, who are you? The lady said, ah, you came, you knocked at my door. Who are you? She said, and she's looking for this person that um, he's her fiance, blah, blah, blah. The lady was like, what? That is my husband, the father of these children that you're looking at. How can you say that? How? Hmm. The lady, first of all, she fainted. <laughs> it was after she regained consciousness that um, she started, people started giving her the full gist. Uh, the man is married with three children. This is somebody that proposed to her and she's filing papers for him to join her in the US and continue their life. And his plan was that, oh, once he gets to the US, gets his papers, he would divorce her and then marry his wife because I don't even know if he married the wife legally or something like that. Nobody knows the plan that this guy has because even the wife at home did not know about this particular girl in America. Like people can be so heartless. This lady came to give her own um, experience, not her directly, but she knew of somebody. According to her, they were, they lived in, she lives in Canada. So she knows the story from a third party. Now, this woman and her husband, they've been married for a couple of years. And what happened was that, uh, they were very okay. They bought a house. They were living good. They were earning fine. In fact, they were paying $10,000 additionally to their mortgage on a yearly basis. So at that point, their mortgage was like one year. Uh, it was remaining like a year to pay off their mortgage. So they had like disposable income uh, coming into the family. Uncle decided to be going to Nigeria every year. From every year, he moved to twice a year. From twice a year, the woman was like, okay, you know, um, he has tried. You know, twice a year is not bad. From twice a year, he started going to three times a year. From three times a year, he started going to four. Like every three months, he was going to Nigeria. Every three months. The wife became worried. She called a friend of hers and said ah, that she does not understand the, this person, her husband. That why that it's not like they have a project in Nigeria that he's going to service or anything like that. There is no project. This guy is just going to Nigeria every, every like every three months. He's going to Nigeria. She, the friend was like, did you ask him what he's going to do? He said hey, that he's trying to get some um, businesses, get into some businesses that will help them, elevate them, do this, do that. Like he will sell her, build castles in the air and she will buy all those stories. But recently she has been worried because um, like when somebody is cheating, it's emotions. She's already feeling that this man is no longer like 100% committed to me. So she was not telling her friend. Her friend was like, what? How can you allow your husband to be going to Nigeria four times a year? What is he going there to do? Did you, why don't you follow him one of those occasions <laughs> to know what he's doing? She was like, ah, the children, who would uh, take care of the children? I was like, okay, don't worry. Allow him to come back. When he comes back, um, you search his phone or you search his bag. They said, ah, that she has checked his phone. No, there is nothing on his phone. That even she has read messages. She has tracked that phone. That no activity. So the friend was like, no, 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 no. There must be another phone. For you to have done all that on that phone and you couldn't find anything, there must be another phone. So these two people sat down, cooked up a plan. <laughs> My guy was in Nigeria enjoying himself. Um, he did not know that. Uh, hey, even see when women want to revenge, even the devil will sit down and start taking notes. Like ah, I did not think about this. This is ah, 
Why did I not think about this? These two people hooked up um, a plan. Now, when the man came back, she started going through his things. Lo and behold, there was a second phone. She checked the WhatsApp. She, <laughs> she said she fell down because of the things that she saw on that phone when she opened it. She started transferring things to her own uh, phone. Uh, she decided, okay, let her, because she deleted some things so that it would not look as if she was there. So she went to the deleted folders. <laughs> she said that was where she saw what she could not, like, they did X-rated videos, X-rated pictures, everything was on the deleted folders. She said she just moved them back, transferred those to her phone, and then deleted them back. Called her friend to say, This is what I found. Do hey, the friend was like, Ah, no problem. <laughs> we now have our evidence. She said, Ah, that she's going to delete, she's going to divorce this guy, she's going to divorce him. She cannot marry this guy. Hmm. The friend said, No, you cannot divorce him because for him to have gone to that extent, for him to have done this like with impunity, he has a plan. For the fact that you've paid mortgage, like remaining just one year. If you divorce him now, he's going to get half of those things and he's going to go back to Nigeria, enjoy with the girl and you'll be stuck with these ch children and half of the property that um, it is not going to favor you. She was like, okay, what is she going to do? Because she cannot continue with this marriage. The lady was like, calm down. Don't do anything. Just relax. Share three months. <laughs> he's going to go back to Nigeria in the next three months. She said, yes. So what they planned, hey, even the devil shook, the devil shook it. The devil was like, who gave this people this idea? Hmm. Three months, the guy said he's going back to Nigeria. The woman said, ah, no problem, my husband. You want me to help you pack your bags? He said, ah, no, don't worry. The man packed his bag when they were sleeping. This woman opened the man's bag, put substances there. This man had no idea. He went to the airport. They started checking his luggage. They told him to stand aside. He was thinking maybe it was a belt or something. He, like, he did not even imagine that something like that, you know, like control substance would be in his bag. He did not, he did not even imagine that. So when they told him, who packed your bags? He said, yeah, that he, he was the one that packed his bags. They said, hey, what did you put in your bag? He said, ah, it's just his clothes, his this, his that. They took him to an interview room. That was when they showed him what they found in his bag. This man screamed. At this point, the status of their immigration papers, they have like, like their papers to stay, but they were not citizens. They've not gained their citizenship yet. So the Canadian authorities told him, well, you have two options. We'll put you in prison in Canada and um, you stay there for the rest of your life or you enter the flight, go back to Nigeria and never come back to Canada. Which do you prefer? Now, at this point, this guy was thinking, okay, um, he has a wife, he has children. They are definitely going to be taking care of him. Like, you know, there's money. She's going to transfer, you know, some things and then he's still going to continue. Like, he just felt, okay, this is a win-win <laughs> a situation. Since he has, like, assets in Canada, his wife will be able to send him some things and he will be able to live and they will visit and he will have more freedom in Nigeria. 
Omar, he chose to go back to Nigeria. When he landed, he called the wife and said, ah, my dear, this is what happened though. Can you imagine? I don't know who put this in my bag. The wife was like, eh, okay, you have landed. Welcome. She now sent every video she downloaded from his phone to him. She said, well, now you can now continue. Since you've been going to Nigeria every three months, now you have the opportunity to just stay there, enjoy your life with, you know, she called the name of the lady because she copied the number and everything. She called the name and said, enjoy your life. That was when the penny dropped. The man was like, so you did this to me? She said, yes, I did it to you. Because even at the, the Canadian authorities were asking him, why do you travel every... Because he, everything now looked so suspect because he was traveling every three months. They were trying to understand. This guy could not give like a concrete reason because in the document, he is a married man with children. Hey, so this woman said, listen, you can, this house, I am going to pay it off. I don't even need your income now because once we, we, we already have income to pay this off, I and my children, we don't have any mortgage. Um, I can live happily ever after with my kids. And you that is in Nigeria now, since you prefer this other woman, enjoy your life. Hmm. This man could not believe it. Like, I had this story, my jaw dropped. I could not, <laughs> I was like, there are levels to, <laughs> there are levels to revenge. I could not, like you, you start thinking, would you actually blame this woman? There was a video circulating on social media um, made by Faye Nelson. She's a social media uh, personality. So she talked about um, her husband. Her husband was always going back to Nigeria. Every, like, this man, hey, she was asking him, why are you going to Nigeria? Ah, I need to go to Nigeria. She is Kenyan. He is a Nigerian. So she felt, okay, maybe different culture. That is how they do. Omo, hmm. She went through his phone because she said she's, like, I'm just going to play that video for you <laughs> to listen to this story and then tell me what you think. Nigerian woman married to a Nigerian man. We've been married for over eight years. You understand? I have caught him cheating a few times. But lately he said he wanted to go for a vacation back home because he hasn't been back home for a while. And he wanted to go see his family. Little did he know I had our, our lines set up in such a way that I know what everybody's doing on their phone, including the kids. He's not savvy to electronics and stuff like that but i am but i have been eavesdropping way before his trip to nigeria and i noticed that he has been talking to another woman in nigeria what they're gonna do where they're gonna meet the whole nine i knew everything that he was planning and what was gonna happen when he leave but you know us humans we always going to do what we feel like, when we want to do, and how we want to do it. You can't really stop anybody from doing what they want to do. Especially if they have premeditated and they, they, they have a fantasy of what they're going to get out of it. How great and good and pleasurable it's going to be to them. So, I didn't say nothing to him. I just pretend I didn't know. But I had to do something that after this man comes back. He's going to pay. He's going to pay for such deceit. I was going to make him miserable. I was going to make him suffer the consequences. 
So I waited till he left. Mind you, we got a big, beautiful house and we live in large. All right. So a day after he left, I went looking for me an apartment. I got an apartment. It was just a small, affordable two bedroom apartment. We have three kids. All right. We can, me and my three kids can fit in, in, in the two bedrooms, you know, two bedrooms. I mean, nobody else. So I got my apartment and then I went, I booked a storage. I had to book two storage units because I mean, I needed to put more than half of the stuff we had in the house and in the garage in the storage. I did that and then I hired a moving company to put what I didn't need in the storage and bring what I needed in the apartment. Okay. Within a week or two, I had all that done. And then I cleaned the house and prep it and put it on the market for rent. Without his knowledge, he was doing his thing, going to Nigeria to see another woman without my knowledge. So whatever I want to do to hurt his feelings too, I got to do it without his knowledge. It ain't got to be another man. See, that's what y'all women need to understand. You got to come back at a man without going to cheat on him. Mm-mm. That's lowering, that's that's devaluing yourself. No other man need to, uh-uh. So he didn't know. He was gone for two months. I got my new place, me and the kids in two little bedroom. I put my house, I put our house on the market and put it for rent at $12.75 a month. Yes. Little to his knowledge, when he got back, he went straight to our home, tried his key, he couldn't enter. He didn't see my car. He called me and he's like, baby, I'm home, but I can't enter the house and your car's not here. Where are you at? I said, I moved out. I have tenants in the house and it's, it's, they're, they're renting for me. He's like, what? He, he said, this is, this is a joke, right? I said, no, it's not a joke. It's not a joke. Everything you came from doing, I know about it. I knew about it before you could leave. You went to go see another woman. So you see, that's the thing about marriage. God gave me the right to divorce you right now, but I'm not going to divorce you. I'm going to be separated from you for a year until you straighten your act. But within that year, I'm going to pocket all that money for that, that, that those tenants going to be paying. It's going to be mine. If you don't change in a year, I will sell the house and all the money is going to be mine. He was like, you're joking. You're joking, right? He's trying to laugh, but at the same time, he's scared out of his pants. You're joking, right? I said, no, it's not a joke. So whatever Uber or taxi brought you to that house, you better you better tell them to wait for you and leave because I'm about, if, if, if those tenants call me saying that some strange man is trying to enter their house, I'll tell them to call the police. I'll tell them to call the police and you're going to get arrested. He was like, you're joking. You're so, you're serious, right? I said, yes, I am. So where do you live? I'm not telling you. I'm not telling you. You'll see the kids. I'll bring the kids wherever you at. But I'm not telling you where I'm staying. You're not going to know where I'm staying. So all, uh, all the cheating you did here in America. And then you're going to go. You're going to go on a vacation back home to see another woman. And you, I mean, if you need a vacation to be in the company of a woman. Me, you and I should have planned a trip, husband and wife, go and have fun in other countries and really, and really enjoy our relationship and, and, and give it this kind of a, a upgrade that will make us grow more closer together. But no, you decide to take your money and your time and go spend it with another woman in Nigeria. So you're on your own. 
go grab your stuff and your taxi go to a friend or a family house and stay there i will bring the kids over to you for you to for them to see you but the day you figure out where i live and show up to my apartment you are you are sleeping jail you are sleeping jail he was like you are something else you're something you're a dangerous woman i said you're a dangerous man you're a dangerous man you don't know how you're how, how, how you're a dangerous man that thing between your legs that you keep putting in every hole you could bring me a disease that makes you a dangerous man you're even more dangerous than me you could bring me a disease that will kill me you are very dangerous you're very selfish you understand so don't call me dangerous you're the dangerous and selfish one all right so after a year let me know if you still want to be with me if you don't want to be with me if you want to be with your nigerian woman or whoever side chick you have here in america feel free i will file a divorce i will sell the house all the money is going to me okay because you stepped out of this marriage you stepped out of the marriage it was your choice you understand so just go where you can go but for now the house is out for a rent it will be out for a rent for a whole year they sound a one-year lease so figure out what you want to do from now on, you will never try me if we stay together. So judging from these stories, or more, any man that is marrying a woman thinking is going to be business as usual. I mean, a lot of men, especially men in diaspora, this is why they don't buy houses <laughs> with their wives. This is why they refuse all their investment. They prefer to you know, invest in Nigeria because they know that um, if they invest in the West, it is easier for, if they mess up, because, you know, it's not like, okay, I'm investing with uh, my wife and you're doing all this business as usual. And then the wife maybe kick you out of the house. These are why they are always complaining on social media. Oh, I bought a house. My wife chased me out of the house. Most times it is what they have done. I understand that they say, ah, forgive him, he's your husband. Eh, you shouldn't have called the police on him. Or you shouldn't have kicked him out of the house. But you cannot hurt somebody and expect them to, and, and try to predict or control how they will react to that hurt. You don't know how they will react. So why don't you just not do it in the first place? Like this Valentine, a whole lot of revelations have come out. Um, what I will say is, it is no longer business as usual <laughs> for men. Um, there are some people, like there was a story where the guy, she, she, like this guy collected money from his girlfriend and used it to marry another woman. And sometimes you look at these people that the way they end up, you guys need to do better. It is no longer business as usual. Hmm? It is no longer business as usual. Anyway, take care of yourself. Guard your hearts, love those who love you, and most especially, love yourself. Love yourself, oh! <laughs> so that is all I have to say for today. Please like, 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 and share. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.